Welcome to this episode of the Happy Workaholic Podcast. I'm your host, Kellyanne Gorman. I'm a business and LinkedIn coach, as well as a luxury brand consultant, and I help business owners take their brands to the next level by implementing my personal techniques when it comes to growing their service, sales, and social media. Over the past 20 years, I've grown multiple brands in the beauty, hospitality, health, and luxury travel markets. I've exceeded all of their expectations, and I'm here to share my tips and tricks on how I did it. Inspiration, motivation, and determination are what got me to where I am today. And trust me, living with an autoimmune disease is never an easy task. So you can definitely expect some pretty crazy stories shared here as well. Don't forget, the conversations happen after each episode in the Happy Workaholic Podcast Facebook group. That's where I'll be every week to answer all of your questions. Now, if you want to hear any of my exclusive news first, just visit thehappyworkaholic.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and be sure to sign up for my weekly VIP newsletter. Now let's get started with today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today is episode number 71. I cannot believe this is the 71st show. I am just like blown away by all the comments and feedback I've been getting. And if you have a certain show, I would love, love, love it. If you left me a review on iTunes, it really helps me out and it helps bump up my show so that others can see it, especially if they're looking for a business and LinkedIn show or one where you are able to get some information about what it's like living with an autoimmune disease. So I just wanted to start off by saying thank you guys so much for listening. Today is episode 71, and I want to dive right in and talk about how to pitch on LinkedIn. So as you know, I am a LinkedIn coach, and there are a number of ways to utilize this platform. First and foremost, you want to make sure that your profile is up to par. Everything is current, up-to-date, before you start pitching. Because when you go to contact somebody, the first thing they're going to do is check out your profile. So please make sure that you have a complete profile, your experience is all filled out. If you have companies, all your company pages are filled out because it really makes your profile stand out when it's complete and full of all of the information, especially when it comes to media and write-ups and all that stuff. So if you have any questions about how to upgrade your LinkedIn profile, I would love to help you. You can just visit leverageyourlinkedin.com. I'll put the website in the show notes. And that is my LinkedIn up, um, LinkedIn profile coaching and updating program, which I created last year. And I love it. So if you need help updating, just shoot me a message and um, we'll go from there. But other than that, You want to make sure that your profile is updated, good to go before you start reaching out for other companies to network or before you start pitching. So that's your first step. Make sure your profile is perfect. The second step is make a list of who you want to pitch, what companies, what individuals, and then from there you go to your third step, and that is by using the search bar in LinkedIn on the platform You need to realize that this little search bar is going to act like your Google inside of LinkedIn. Whatever you type in there, that's who is going to pop up. So if you're looking for a job and you're trying to follow up with the head of HR for, say, the Marriott, you just type in human resources, Marriott, 
you know, Chicago, for example, and they will automatically pop up because most likely they do have a LinkedIn profile and you can go ahead and follow up with them once you've sent them your resume. And that's a really great way to stand out amongst other people that are applying for that job is by going ahead and messaging the head of HR or the assistant director of HR or something along those lines. And you want to go the same route when it comes to pitching your company or pitching for um, sponsors, your need of sponsors, whether you're producing a concert or you're doing a fundraiser or, you know, you're looking for sponsors for your podcast. So, The first thing you want to do is, again, make a list. I say this all the time. Make a list so that you're organized and you know exactly what you are on a mission to complete for the day. And you just make your list. So if you are a health and wellness coach and you are and you have a podcast or you have a YouTube channel and you're looking for sponsors that are, say, um, Trader Joe's or um, Blue Apron or companies that have health food, whether you're looking for vitamin company, all you need to do is simply visit the search bar inside of LinkedIn and type those companies in in the position that you're looking for. So most likely if you're looking to pitch, you wanna deal with the head of marketing. I don't go to assistants, I want to go to the top. So I actually have pitched CEOs of companies rather than their head of marketing because I want them to know how serious I am. I don't want to deal with the 20 people underneath them. I want to deal with them. If you're a CEO, you deal with the CEO. If you are head of your marketing for your business, then go ahead and deal with the head of marketing or go and jump ahead to the CEO. It really depends on, uh, like every situation is different, but I just prefer to jump ahead rather than wait around. If you are pitching your deck and it's getting tossed around and emailed and forwarded to multiple people within a department, you're just going to end up on on the desk just like everybody else that's pitching. So my recommendation is go to the top. And when you are pitching, you want to make sure that you have a professional deck, which is basically a one-sheet PDF of all the information that is needed because the company is going to need that immediately. And you want to make sure that you're pitching months in advance because budgets are made a year in advance. So depending on the situation, if you are pitching for a podcast sponsor or you're pitching for... um, let's say a, um, oh my gosh, I'm totally losing my train of thought today. If you're pitching for um, a fundraiser or, you know, usually these things are set up months in advance. So you want to go ahead and start pitching months in advance because like I just said, the budgets are done usually a year in advance or sometimes, you know, at least like three, four, six months. And that's even, um, a short period of time, depending on what type of business you're pitching. If you're pitching a huge corporation, it's definitely going to take you a longer time to even see your, for them to see your deck, your pitch, your pitch kit. So basically you want to get all the details of what you're trying to pitch. So for example, if I'm trying to pitch podcast Um, If I'm trying to get sponsors on board for my podcast, I want to make sure I have all my social media stats, all my demographics, 
all of my listeners where they're listening from. So I just realized that I have a big base, um, a lot of listeners in Japan, and um, they are second down from the U.S. So a majority of my listeners are from the U.S. The second country is Japan, and the third, I believe, is Brazil. So if I'm looking to get sponsors... Um, that have like some great vitamins that might help with an autoimmune disease and they're in Japan, they might be interested because I have a lot of listeners from Japan. So it really depends on what route that you need to go. But my advice to you is just to one, always make a list. Two, sit on LinkedIn and you can also do the same on Instagram as well. Just comment on a company's image and say, let's collaborate. You immediately bring it to the direct message. Instagram bumps up your page because of the algorithm and it's taking you more seriously because you're in the direct messages more times. And then you want to bring it to email and get on the phone with them immediately so that they know that you're just, you're not just trying to be an influencer. You really mean business. You're looking forward to a sponsorship deal. You've, you know, you have everything laid out. You email them immediately with your one-page PDF, which is your pitch deck, and then you just take it from there. So when you're on LinkedIn, you want to just search for people in which department that you're looking. Most of the time, it's marketing. Sometimes it's advertising. It really depends on how big or um small the company is, but you want to go ahead and send them your one sheet PDF and just get the relationship going by immediately getting on the phone with them. You want to make sure that even though you may not get and you're sending something too late for their budget needs, you want to make sure that you get on the phone with these people right away so that you can start a relationship because you never know. That person that's working at that corporation may end up getting another job somewhere else and they have a budget and they're able to use it immediately. And who are they going to think of? They're going to think of you because you immediately got on the phone with them. You're immediately starting a relationship and you want to create it and build it and make it strong and really continue that relationship along the way because you never know where these other individuals are going to end up. You do not know what they have in the plans as far as their budget. Maybe they're putting together a whole event of their own and they need vendors and that could be you. So that could be even more exposure than you're actually even pitching them for. So it really depends on the situation, but you definitely want to utilize LinkedIn because every single business professional that is in this game for um, pitching and investing and um, sponsoring and collaborating, they are on LinkedIn as well, and you want to get to know them. You want to create a relationship, and by that, I mean connect with them and send them a nice little note. I always say I have a, a bunch of different notes saved on my phone, and I copy and paste so that I'm saving time and my time is worth a lot of money. So I don't want to be wasting my time and drafting up these very long, elaborate, and plus nobody's going to read it if it's too long. You want to make it short and sweet. Introduce yourself. You would love to, you know, you'd appreciate the opportunity to connect. You'd love to learn more about their company, learn more about them. You connect with them, you message them, you send them an email, you get on the phone, and you build it from there. And that's really how I've always pitched and how I've gotten deals done. And the largest deals in my career have gone through LinkedIn. So I'm super lucky that that has um, been the platform that's worked the best for me. But when I train and coach on LinkedIn for my clients, I explain to them 
this process in full and it really works out best for them depending on which route they're ready to go, whether they want to pitch, whether they're looking for a brand new job, whether they're looking to expand or hire themselves. There's so many different ways that you can utilize LinkedIn. And I coach that in my Leverage Your LinkedIn um, series, because depending on where you are in the world and what time it is, it doesn't really matter because everybody will always be answering their LinkedIn messages. And you just want to make sure that you're always professional. You always have a nice note attached to what you're sending somebody and you make sure you get on the phone. As soon as you find your connections and you're linked up, you want to make sure you build that relationship and creating it and nurturing it. It's all part of the game and you want to make sure that you are friendly and you are professional and all of that fun stuff. So that is how I pitch on LinkedIn by just using the, the search bar and searching for companies or head, head of marketing or certain PR companies that I'm looking to work with. You just simply want to put in their the company name. And then if you're not Um, If you're not really sure of who you're looking for, say you want to work at a hotel and you're not really sure which route you want to go. Do you want to work in the restaurant industry? Do you want to do more of events? So if you actually just put in, say, like Chicago Marriott, I don't know why I just came up with that again, but if you put Chicago Marriott in there, you're going to see every single employee that works at the Chicago Marriott on LinkedIn, if they have a LinkedIn profile, obviously, which most of them probably do, they are going to be there. So you can you can just scroll through all of their employees because you typed that in the search bar and it's going to make your life so much simpler. And back in the day, I would be faxing people and you know, calling 800 numbers. I've talked about this on another show when I was trying to create a position for my makeup job I had overseas. And it took me six months because I was calling 800 numbers and nobody was calling me back and I was faxing and nobody was, you know, answering my faxes. And if LinkedIn had existed back in the day when that was happening, it would have made my life so much easier. And I probably would have had that job in like a month or so rather than I think the nine it took, fin- excuse me, finally to finally get. But I definitely wanted to share what's been working for me when I go ahead and want to pitch on LinkedIn and also on Instagram a little bit. So I'm talking more about this in my Leverage Your LinkedIn coaching session. So if you want any more information on that, it will be in my show notes. So that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. If you have any other questions about anything on LinkedIn, just visit us in the Facebook group and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you like this episode, please let me know by writing me a review on iTunes for the Happy Workaholic podcast. I would truly appreciate it. As I always say, sharing is caring. Don't forget, the after show happens after each episode in the Happy Workaholic podcast Facebook group. That's where I'll be to answer all of your questions. Now, just so you know, I have been spending so much more time on my Instagram, and I would love to connect with you over there. You can find me at the Happy Workaholic And don't forget to tag me when listening to an episode so that I can feature you on my Instagram stories. For any other information regarding The Happy Workaholic, just visit thehappyworkaholic.com. I hope that you are having a wonderful week and I will talk to you again soon.